three months or so we're going to be back on track we are doing 2015's bone tomahawk with mr kurt douglas and a couple other actors kurt douglas kurt douglas <laughs> what, what version of this did you watch i meant kurt russell <laughs> kurt, kurt douglas and you're so like adamant he, about it too yeah he probably wouldn't be as good as uh <laughs> kurt russell that's for sure in this role this is Kurt Russell is the man when it comes time to country and western roles. Yeah, and this I think is his first like country type movie since Tombstone. I don't think he's really done anything that I can think of. Sexy no. Kurt Russell. He's he's just awesome, man. Yeah. Anything that dude does is magic. Even if I hate the movie, I still like him constantly. He's a great yeah. Santa Claus yeah. too. <laughs> My new favorite Santa Claus. So anyway, all right, Bone Tomahawk. All right, so 2015, running at two hours and twelve minutes. It's a long one, but it goes quick. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like that long, you know, because it's like every scene's like enjoyable, the dialogue, so it does go quick. And then 7.1 on the IMDb scale, which is obviously we know that's really good because people are picky as fuck. So. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a budget 1.8 million. It only grossed 382,000, so it kind of tanked in the box office, which really? is very surprising. Yeah. yeah. I'm shocked by that. But again, it's bad. a western, man. Westerns, I, I don't, I don't know how popular westerns are anymore. Yeah, but did it get a wide release? That's always the question, you know. Was it just shown on like ten screens? Who knows, you know. But I mean, like, look at like the the cast they had in this. You know what I mean? You think it would have been like, think this would have been in every theater, you know, for just because of. Yeah. I mean, you get Kurt Russell, Patrick Wilson. Matthew Fox, Richard Jenkins. No, no. But I feel like Patrick Wilson only became popular after The Conjuring. Oh, I guess this was after The Conjuring, because the first Conjuring came out in like 2012, so, yeah. It, it was Never one mind. of those movies, I, I I picked it up because it was like a, a hidden gem, you know? It was one of those, that were, hey, if you haven't checked this out, it's actually a horror movie, even though you wouldn't know that by looking at even just the cover, right? And it, and it wasn't spoken of, so... I, I must have read it somewhere and just said, fuck it, I'm gonna watch it, and mm-hmm. I think it may have Maybe it was on Shutter at that point, or maybe not. I don't know. I, remember, I bought it. Uh, I, I, bought I remember it watching it at your old apartment. You know what I mean? I remember yeah. I just wondering, "Hey, dude, check this movie out." Like, you, you like Kurt Russell, right? I'm like, "Well, duh." And yeah. fucking, I just sat there and I was just glued. I think remember, you, I was. I think I was like, "It's like the horror version of Tombstone." Yeah. Yeah. Same thing happened with me though. Like, I was told, like Doug, I believe, was like, "Oh, dude, you should watch that movie." My friend Pete, you should watch that movie. Cousin Kevin, you should yeah. watch that movie. And finally, I watched it like a year and a half ago. Now I've seen it like ten times. Yeah. I, that's it's just such a lot of dialogue. If you're looking for, it's it's not going to be a thriller that's going to make you jump constantly. It's is it's definitely going to be more. If you've seen Tombstone, I mean, again, just add some horror elements into Tombstone, and some um, some pretty brutal kill scenes. So and, why why would this can be? And then I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm not like like why would you consider this a horror? Because of the gore. Yeah, I think the gore factor really just yeah. makes it... Well, a guy gets split in half and it shows it. <laughs> that is By the most brutal scene. Yeah. That is the most brutal scene in the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And I, You know what? We've seen a lot. That, for whatever reason, I have a very hard time watching that. Yeah. I I, I, it, I, it, yeah. And it's the noises, too. Yes. It's not just like the visual... It's like the like the you can hear the hacking and you can hear him scream gurgling. It's it's just ah. Uh, they well I, I I did gets me every time. I did listen to one review and they were talking about how a lot of like the Campbell movies, you know, the old Italian ones, they had like very 
wet sound effects soundtrack. Mm. They yeah, went, yeah. This whole movie is very dry. I can tell that they, they he wanted like to give you the real, um, you know, desert feel. Yeah. So like when you you hear like the crack, it's not like, you know, no, you, you like, hear it a little bit, but you hear like the bone. Yeah. You hear oh, the dry yeah. like, and it just gives you more like like realistic. It's cringe, man. It's cringe. I yeah. Can't. And I've seen it like eight times. I still like squint my eyes and look away exactly. you know it's like oh man it's yeah. brutal that's it's how brutal. I feel yeah it's, the it's very tough good, it's tough get... to watch but you know what I love about the movie too though it, it, like right off the bat it opens up with uh, David Arquette uh, Buddy or whatever his name is and like slitting some dude's throat sleeping it's just like that's the tone it sets literally yeah. like within yeah. a second that's what you're watching it's like when you hear like it's black screen and you haven't even seen anything yet you just hear flies buzzing yeah, you're like yeah, oh yeah, this yeah, isn't yeah, gonna be good yeah, then yeah. yeah and then the opening scene right out of the gate just yeah. him Slicing the dude's throat. Yeah, and then that's where you meet like the first troglodyte, as they're called, I guess. They're troglodytes. Mm -hmm. The cannibalistic cave dwellers. Yeah, yeah. Troglodytes. They kill poor Sid Haig. It's unfortunate Sid Haig's only in the movie for three minutes. I would have liked him in the movie more. Yeah, he, we were just talking about this a minute ago, but yeah. one of my, do you remember when um, David Arquette's like, his character's like, do you hear that? Do you hear that whistling? He's like, oh, it's just the wind. He's like, well, it's just the wind. It got really musical. Yeah. He's like, I don't have time for your womanly imaginings. <laughs> I'm going to start using that at work now. It's yes. like an everyday, an everyday banger. But, um, yes. Oh, yeah, then Sid, Sid Higgs also. And he's not, he was in, you know, a small part. Rest in peace, Sid Higgs. Rid, yeah, rest in maybe peace. He was, maybe he was sick at that time, too. I know he was sick for a lot of years. Well, yeah, I mean, um... When Ken and Sheila met him, I guess he was really fragile. He couldn't really stand. Yeah, he was on his last. Yeah, he was. He, but he ended up dying like a month or two after. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So you're right. He, and that was probably what 2018. I think they went and met him. He he may I have been sick he until he took on super light roles to just you know people wanted him in stuff and he could only do so much. Mm -hmm. I mean, look at him in the last Rob Zombie flick. I mean, that's they had everyone's like, why is Captain Spaulding in prison or whatever? And he couldn't. He, he just couldn't be in the movie. They had to. That I, uh, I read something with Zombie where he's like, I didn't have a choice. I had to like rewrite his character for Captain Spaulding because he's like, I said, hey, was like, I can't do this shit. So mm -hmm. he's like, well, what the fuck am I gonna do? You're like one of the main Devil's Rejects. I got to figure something out. So they had to bring somebody else in to kind of fill his shoes as a, a new character. Yeah, I still haven't seen that movie, Devil's Rejects. No, Three from Hell. Yeah, oh, that's the one he's talking yeah, about. It's... But. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that. He might have been. He might have said, "Yeah, I'll be in it," but I can only be in yeah, it for he, he did. twenty minutes. You he know? did. So he was like, "Well, what am I gonna do?" Because <laughs> you can tell he's very, very frail. Even yeah. this, you know, you can tell him. But that's it. Adds to his character, though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, so written by, and I kind of cracked up. Uh, so it's S. Cr uh, Craig Zoller. Zoller. Sure. Zoller. But you know, like I'm, I'm like, is it S or is it? S like this is Craig, you know, like M Knight or M Knight, yeah, <laughs> Shyamalan, whatever his name is. So he wrote and directed this. Uh, I guess he has like five like novels out, and this is his first, or uh, I think the first one he did like wrote and directed. He has a couple other ones out. I don't know. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. He wrote and directed Dragged Across Concrete and uh, Brawl in Cell Ninety Nine. Wait, did you say these were? Is this based on a novel? I believe so. Ah. Alright. Or that might be fake news. I know he has novels out. I don't know if this was like a okay. movie adaptation. Alright. Uh, but he wrote um, Puppet Master, The Little Strike, and then another horror called Asylum Blackout, which I don't know if either of those. But. So, yeah, he's he's kind of like an up and coming director. Um, I guess the other movies people tend to like. Um, okay. I just, I've never seen them. But. Uh, and also filmed in 21 Days, another fun fact. And uh, The Cave. The cave from like the last scene with the um, the cave dwellers and shit yeah. mm -hmm. was actually the set from um, 
the first Iron Man when he's like assembling in a suit and oh, yeah. in jail. Yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was kind of a fun fact. That is pretty interesting. interesting. I didn't know that. I mean, now that I, you look at it, I mean, pretty much the same shit. That's yeah. that's yeah. really cool. Makes sense. Did you guys have you ever seen the movie um, The Time Machine back? It's like the '60s version. No, I've only ever seen the one that came out like the early 2000s. So. Uh, with, oh, okay, with, with Guy Pierce or whatever. Guy Pierce. Yeah, yeah. For whatever reason, they don't look the creatures from the original don't look like the troglodytes in any way, shape, or form. But but what I get is is a for some reason I get a feel from the time machine with these with these characters the the creatures for whatever reason it just makes me think of the time machine i think it's just you know characters stumbling upon these these humans or creatures of from a different world even though they're within the same ge- geography it's like totally different world for them and it just gave me that whole hmm. feel i don't know why it's just for me i got a connection to that and that one came out in the 60s that one you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, the time machine was, I'm pretty sure it was from the 60s or 70s. Yeah, check 70s. it out. I'll put that on my list along with 78's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. That's supposed to be an excellent yeah. movie, yeah. too. I've never seen it, though. It's a slow burn. It's the 60s, right? Yeah. So it's, you know, I wouldn't, it's not the most exciting, but the creatures are really cool and there's some sounds, too. They have this horrific sound. It's I don't know if it's like a siren sound or something that, that takes effect in that movie and it's it's just a kind of haunting. So that also reminded me of the 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 device that they had in their throats, mm. right? Mm-hmm. That they made the whistlers the or whistle, whatever whistling yeah. sound, yeah. but it was like a horrendous, uh, like haunting sound. You know what I mean throughout the movie. So that's that's where I also associated the time machine to. Mm-hmm. That's cool. All right, I'll definitely have to. Yeah, watch no, that no, just that for me. Yes. It, so like you know the the premise of the movie basically is these troglodytes, buddy, from what we talked about. He, he takes, what, some bones or something, right? Or something from them. Mm-mm. Doesn't he take something? Then that why they come and kidnap people? They're, they're just cutting through the burial ground. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So they, they're... Open scene, they're... Because um, he buries something. In town. In town, yeah. In town. Yeah. So in the very beginning, they're robbing these guys that were just camping out in, right, out right. in the thing. Sleeping, yeah. And one of them... He didn't cut the throat all the way, and Sid Haig's like, yeah, yeah. there's 16 arteries in the neck, and you gotta cut them all, yeah. you know? <laughs> and um, <clears throat> so one of them doesn't die, and he's gonna go fucking get his gun, so Sid Haig shoots, shoots him. Yeah. And then the the gunshot, you know, alerts them of... So that's why the um, the cave dwellers end up coming, is because they hear the gunshot. Okay. And then they're going through this thing, you know, going through the, um, like the, the valleys, and there's like a big, not a pentagram, but like a big... Like, you can tell it's like a burial ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so just them going on their burial ground, that's what... So that's what it was. So what was yeah. he burying when he gets to town? The stuff that he stole. Oh, okay. okay it was like, okay, like books yeah, right, and yeah, bloody clothes. Right, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You've been squirting lemon juice in my ass since the moment I walked. <laughs> you walked in. So that's, yeah, that's the other thing. There's a lot of great quotes in this. Yes. Like, it's, there's a lot of dialogue. Yeah. Just like, uh, well, so the Hateful Eight came out the same year. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and they're the, very reminiscent of each other in a, to an extent, obviously. To an extent. It doesn't have the horror aspect. I could see that, yeah. But I, I think they're very similar. And, and Kurt Russell's in both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Magical. I know, in the same year. In the same year. He, um, so, you, yeah, just like, you know, Quentin Tarantino loves his dialogue, too. A lot of his movies are fucking two, three hours. Oh, yeah. and it's just... But dialogue. This, but this one here, it, it there's a lot of dialogue, but it's, like, good. It's just enough. It's sufficient. Yeah. You know, it's not overly done. Uh, it doesn't just drag on. It's just kind of like these good little. You can tell, like, all the characters are just like good men. They're yeah. good, likable men, you know. And it's entertaining as all hell. Yeah. Their conversations are freaking entertaining as all hell, and that's what I like. I, and, and and I think that Quentin Tarantino comparison is perfect. Like, it really is because Quentin Tarantino movies very rarely am I bored of them. 
Yeah. You know, the dialogue's always pretty tight. The only one I had a little trouble with was the last one. I mean, it was still a good movie, but it was one of my least favorites, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or whatever. I still loved it, but I get... It, get yeah, it was my least favorite out of his movies. I, I still this, enjoyed it, though. This but, was yeah. this was a lot more dialogue. Mm -hmm. uh, again, not much of a thriller, except for the couple scenes that you do get. With the standoffs between them and the troglodytes, it's... Yeah, so David Arquette, buddy, goes to the bar. Kurt Russell goes to check him out. He's, you know, being an asshole, David Arquette. And he ends up shooting him in the leg. And so uh, that's where the doctor, uh, what's her name? Uh, Patrick Wilson's wife there. Yeah, I just call her Mrs. O'Dwyer. Uh, Mrs. O'Dwyer. I don't that's know what No, that, that is it. Yeah, Mrs. O'Dwyer. They, that's what they call her in the movie. Oh, Ms. They all say, Miss O'Dwyer, Miss O'Dwyer. Okay. But yeah, so that's how it all starts. And, and like she has to go help him. And then everybody gets kidnapped. And they kill the stable boy. The stable, the stable boy. boy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, and then they kidnap her and bring her back, and that's what, the, like, basically what the movie's about. It's it's uh, Kurt Russell, his deputy, who's an old man, and yep. uh, and then Matthew Fox from Party of Five, all going to uh, save him. Yep. And so Matthew Matthew Fox's character Browder, um, is just this very cocky young. What is he like a de not a deputy? He's He's something, is right? he even law? I just thought he was just like a good shot. Like he's I don't just, know, he's like, just good. He's like one of those like guys that, that gets into gunfights. Yeah, you know, like he's 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 very very cocky, very mm -hmm. arrogant. And he claims he's like the smartest one there. You know. And yeah, yeah. It's just it's and you think throughout the movie that he's gonna like turn on them or he's gonna like you know, but then you just realize like at the end you know obviously we're not quite there yet, but you can just like he he ends up being just like a, a good dude, but he's just very vain, yeah, very cocky. Yeah. You know. Well, he 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 uh, talks shit about uh, Patrick Wilson's wife. Basically flirting. Oh, if I what does he say? Like I'll be there for her or something. If something happens something to you, something happens something like to you. That. Yeah. And then uh, that's when Patrick Wilson, who already has a broken leg, by the way, goes to punch him and he damages his leg even more on the way. Oh, that's right. That's when they're already. Yeah. So this must have been a tough role for Patrick Wilson, because like on top of the acting, yeah, he has to do the limp and then to have yeah, the limp and yeah. you know have realistic like pain scenes. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a whole other aspect of like acting. But that's basically what the movie is. They're going to go rescue Mrs. O'Dwyer and Buddy if he's still alive. They don't know who's still alive because the Trogadites just basically kidnapped them. Yep. And then and Nick, it. Nick the, I don't know, he was part of the sheriff's office Yeah, too. it's the one who gets cut in half. Yeah. Gets fucking by his testicles. Ugh. And then, oh. I, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that scene, but. We've already gone to it. Yeah, we're, we're there. But it just, it's. I, the, I, I can't think of any other scene that's as bad as that one. I wish there, I think that's the one thing I wish. There was more of that in the movie. Yeah. I do like when Patrick Wilson kills one when he has to rescue them because they all end yeah. up getting kidnapped and he has to he cuts out the throat. You can yeah. see like the tendons and stuff. Yeah. They did a good job yeah, with they, that. They did. And like you can see like yeah, stringy stuff coming off. It looks like it's just literally detaching muscle. You yeah, know? they're ah. trying to figure out what what it was in his throat. Yeah. So what was it like just a piece of bone? Like an animal bone? Pretty that they much, made into a yeah, something like that. Like yeah, they, yeah. They made it they into throat, a yeah. bona fide. <laughs> Bonafide. Bonafide whistle in their throat. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but that that whole scene, it's like the eerie thing is too, it's like he's talking the whole time, you know? It's like they're talking to him as he's like about to get like cut in half, you know? And the cavalry's like, coming. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Kurt Russell just starts throwing, you know, junk at him, you know, just to make him feel better. And then Chicory's yeah. like, is it true? You know, well, why'd you say all that? And he's like, I... If I, was, if I was dying, that's what I would want to hear. You yeah, know, yeah. that my, my death is going to be avenged and we're going to be saved. And, you know, he's coming. Nobody's, mm -hmm. nobody's coming, brother. Yeah, he's like, ah, I just thought you might have had some backup plan. You know, and, 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 all right, let's talk about favorite characters. 
If you guys had to pick. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's I, I love Kurt Russell. Yeah, me too. I'm yeah. with him. I'm with you. I just think he's... Just his active performance is just awesome. And, I mean, the, again, this whole cast and he's got did good a humor. great job, but mm-hmm. but it's Kurt Russell. I mean... I know, it's, like you said, it's like Tombstone. It's it's like, it's a Wyatt Earp, like, um, just like 20 years older and just like, just yeah. as wise. And, you know, he, just the way he, he's so stern. Like, he can be so, like, stern and, like, but funny at the same time. It's yeah. like the way Kurt Russell can bring it. <coughs> um, like I also, the, you also really wanted this to end, have a really happy ending with everybody. You, I expected everyone to, I don't know, I'm glad it didn't end the way I expected, but it, I, I was kind of like, hoping that everyone would be okay and they'd be able to go make a, a, a rescue and yeah there'd be you know a lot of killing along the way but i thought it would be more of the troglodytes not realizing like okay well they're gonna take out pretty much all these guys yeah yeah you don't think you know like between um matthew fox and like kurt russell you know you think yeah you, you think you think they're all they're all gonna make it you yeah. know yeah but like you said that's not really realistic you know no. not to, you don't want Kurt Russell to die you don't want you know um, Matthew Fox to die but yeah. it's it's more realistic that way you know yeah and uh he does if I recall he does take out almost all if not all all of them yeah because he knows the men know where the village is so he, yeah. he's gonna take them all out he takes then, them all out and then the two you know what I didn't realize watching this like the second and third time it's like when they're leaving and they go past the pregnant women I didn't realize they had no fucking legs yeah. So they cut yeah. their legs off, so they would just basically, they couldn't move, they would just sit there and, and have babies, have and they couldn't do anything, mm-hmm. they couldn't run away, they couldn't... Yeah. How fucked up is that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, yeah. like, another, like, and this is after, like, the hack scene, too, and you're, just, you're already on edge, and then you just see, like, these women are just, like, mm-hmm. you know... Being used as tools. Yeah, just to... Push out kids, they're, keep their troglodyte tribe going. Yeah. It, it, that was, br- again, not a lot, but for what was shown... It was great, and that's why I'm like, man, they really could have had more. Yeah. Or maybe that was the point, you know? The more, the more, maybe it would have taken away from the effects of those those scenes and like I, the build up to that. And I agree, I agree. I think that's it adds to it, like, like definitely because they're few and far between, so you don't expect it. Like yeah. when you see a total gore fest, like say a movie like Terrifier or something, and it just becomes old after a while. It's just all right. That's it's very slaughter, true. slaughter, 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 yeah, slaughter. Yeah, the constant slaughter. You're like, okay, you know, like, is there whatever. anything more to this? Yeah. So you're right. It's really three quarters dialogue, and then um, uh, you know just a quarter, quarter murder. And Doug, who's your favorite character? I know you were super excited because <laughs> you have a different one. I know that. I just, I mean, obviously, Kurt Russell is my my biggest man crush for 25 yeah. years now. But um, I like Chickory. Um, okay. Yeah. You know what? I don't know why. Just he, he just seemed like just a nice old guy. Like you yeah. feel like he could be your grandfather or like an, like an sure. older uncle, and he's just very like very sweet, very just you know doesn't take himself too seriously. Um, like the scene where they first find out that this stable boy, the thieving stable boy, mm-hmm. um, was murdered, and um, the the wife of the mayor walks in and she's like, "Why was my husband not like notified right away about this incident?" And he's like, "Ah, oh, he told me to tell you, and I, and I forgot." And she's like, "Am I supposed to believe that?" And he's like, "Oh, maybe," you know. And he's just, and then like you can tell when you first meet him, he's walking into Kurt Russell like cooking, and he's like, "Oh, that tea smells gruesome." He's like. It's cause it's soup. <laughs> it's like can I have some? I haven't had a good meal in days. Yeah, yeah. He he's just um, especially towards the end, like when you know he knew they were in a very dire situation, mm-hmm. like they were in the cage and shit, and he, you know, um, he, he was just still very like he was never angry, and if, if he did get angry, he'd always like apologize like, yeah, right yeah, after, yeah. you know. No, he he was a good character, and and uh, I like his like his when he was talking about his wife a lot, how she hated him. <laughs> like, oh like, yeah, yeah, but. <laughs> But it, which leads into one of my favorite lines of the movie is like Kurt Russell ends up getting cut open, 
because they they have opium, they have like a little bit of opium, so they they go to poison the troglodytes, and and the doctor says the first two you'll get them, but the third one yeah, will, be... will be fine, you know, or whatever, with two fingers of uh, opium. And anyway, so they they end up drinking the flask and they throw it in the fire, right? And then when Kurt has like that final fight, they cut him open. And they stick the flask in the wound. It's gotta be... That's also a kind of gruesome part. Yeah. And then he ends up cutting the dude's foot off. That's another gruesome oh, yeah. part. Yeah. You know, but but I love it. When he's dying, his words are... Because, you know, uh, Chicory's wife's already dead. He's like, I'll say hello, say goodbye to my wife. And I'll say hello to yours. And that's, see, that line gets me every time. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's very impactful. Yeah. I don't think I've ever actually shed a tear, but my eyes definitely watered up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cry, you're crying. Yeah, you expected him to make it out of it. Again, he, he's somewhat of a hero, a hero's death, but still sucks. Because I'm like, oh, there's no way they're going to kill off Kurt Russell and us. Oh, and they did. Yeah, they did. And they did. I mean, he dies in the Hateful Eight, too, right? He does. Uh, if I can remember correctly, I thought he died in that one, too. I think he does, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does, yeah. I love that movie. That's yeah. a great movie. Yep. Yeah, he, he you're right. Again, well, he was also playing more of like uh, he was a bad guy in that one too, right? Well, he he was um, delivering um, what, what's that actress's name? Uh, I don't know. She was great in that. She was good. Yeah, she she's an old '80s actress. I just can't remember her real name. But anyway, yeah. uh, uh, I haven't seen that in a while, so I don't have my facts on it. But anyway, he I think he was a bounty hunter or something bounty like hunter, that. Yeah, yeah something mind, like yeah. that in that movie. But yeah, he doesn't make again. I was like, what? Kurt Russell? No way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, man, I, I thought this movie. It was share entertainment. I mean, obviously, I just said I've probably watched it eight times in the last two years. So it's a recommend. For I love all it. Of us, yeah. I would say, yeah. but again, that you know, um, if you're looking for straight slasher horror right out of the gate, I mean, you're gonna, you know, there are some scenes, but for the most part, it's a dialogue movie. But the the kill scenes that you do get are well worth it, cringe worthy. Um, you will turn your head with the split scene, split like a half chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, without a doubt, unless you've got the stomach for it, but I mean, that's yeah, rough. It's, it's more rough. the sounds for me. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, you know, yeah, because yeah, even when you close your eyes, like you get, it's, it's, it's you can still hear, well, yeah, and you know what's going on because you've seen it. And you know? they make Ugh. you care for the character. It's not just some random person that we're watching. It's you have character development far before that. Yeah, to an extent, which makes yeah. it harder because you know the character. And, and even up to the moment where he's being split, like they have his legs like spread eagle, yeah. and he's like, he's like, and hey, make sure, blah blah blah, like it's yeah. my brothers, and he's like, just yeah, yeah. Like, up to like the minute he's split in half, like you're still getting yeah, that terrible. relationship. He's it's not just, just terrible. Yeah, like a young kid. And you like know? you were saying before, I, I think Kurt Russell really adds to it because he's just such a good actor, man. Like yeah. like the way he's talking to him, like you said with the uh, the cavalry. Well, I said the cavalry's coming and stuff. It, it just I think it adds to the scene and makes it more impactful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think good acting can just help that along. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, again, just awesome. Recommend. I, I love it. I loved it. Yeah, this was a. Uh, when Kevin first told me about it, I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch a Kurt Russell Western ish. Mm, I'm like, yeah. this is cool. Yeah. The funny thing is, they, they when, once they leave Bright Hope, <laughs> uh, that Bright Hope fades real quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where would uh, you rank this in, like, the Kurt Russell. Like, if you had to, like, middle of the road, high up. Like, obviously, the I, the thing I prefer. I'm going to say the thing I prefer. It would know, be it would be top five for sure. Yeah, I think so, too. I think it would fall into it. Like, it'd be like Big Trouble Little China, Overboard. Oh, overboard, yeah. <laughs> Overboard's great. I that mean, is. I, you know, Escape from New York is That's a great one, five, too. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, and, you know, his 80s stuff, I, I love, I 
Come on. Tango and Cash. That was a cool movie. Can you really rate any Kurt Russell movie? Yeah, that's that's a, that's a tough. I mean, he's had some bad I ones, like Captain Ron. I still love Captain Ron. <laughs> Come on, Captain Ron is terrible. I still like it. I, I mean, it's, it's moments, but... Yeah. <laughs> I still like Captain Ron. <laughs> and then the Santa Claus movies. Not his best. He's great in these new Santa Claus movies mm-hmm. on Netflix. The, the, the second one was, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, I'm not a Christmas movie guy. So they're okay, doesn't matter who's but in them. he's he's great in those. He just does Santa awesome. Um, yeah, there's like two... Chris- and his wife's yeah. in it too with him, which is great. So Goldie Hawn and oh, his Goldie real Hawn. wife is yeah. actually playing Mrs. Goldie Claus. Goldie Hawn. Yeah. But yeah, there's two Christmas movies I watch. is Scrooged and uh, Christmas Vacation. And I think that's it. Oh, like pure always, pure Christmas Yeah, those ones. are always pure. on the list. And Die Hard, but I, I don't consider that Die pure, Hard, exactly. You know? Lethal no, Weapon. No Ernest Saves Christmas. That one's actually decent, but I haven't watched it in years. I'm scared to watch Ernest now after watching... Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I, the first three hold I, up I will better. say that I do appreciate Ernest Saves Christmas over the Halloween movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather watch Paint Dry than watch that movie again. It's not that bad. Oh, it's terrible. No. I'd rather watch Paint Dry. Yeah. I love how Doug yeah. the other day was online like, "Wow, we should there should be a prequel to the troll." Do you see how many people re- reacted to it though? No, that would be cool. Actually, I wouldn't mind that. You know, unfortunately, Jim Barney's dead. You yeah, know, it's not going to happen. But uh, yeah, that would probably be better. I even said it if the the movie stayed in that like 17th century or whatever century it is, I would have liked that. I would have liked it better. Going yeah. into the future with trash shit. Fuck that movie. <laughs> fuck that. I don't know how we're getting into this again. <laughs> All right. On that note, this is Kev. Hey, Marco. Huh. And Ernest Lover. Ernest Lover, Doug. <laughs> Definitely. Signing out. Until love next love time, love guys. Love. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.